Hi, and welcome to Missouri Athletic Club Connections, a podcast highlighting Missouri's only premier athletic club. The MAC is recognized as the foremost private club in St. Louis, known for attracting exceptional people and enriching lives for generations. At the club, we create extraordinary experiences in all aspects of club life in the spirit of excellence, service, and tradition. Today, uh, we're going to be discussing Generations, that piece, uh, at the Missouri Athletic Club with members Sarah Gibbs and Scott Engelbrecht. Sarah is controller at GFI Digital, and Scott is the chief geographic officer at Clifton Larson Allen. Uh, both Sarah and Scott are proud members of the Missouri Athletic Club, so uh, thank you both for joining us today. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having us. Our pleasure. Um, So two of you do have a special connection. So why don't we start with just getting the background, how you're connected and uh, uh, how that came to be. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Scott married my mom when I was in second grade. So he's been a second father to me since I was little. Yeah. 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 And we're super close. And he's been a member at the MAC forever. And you can talk about that. But... um, I joined as my own member right out of college, and I've gotten involved just because of watching him get involved, and so it's been good. Yeah, well, we'll get to the leadership component later yeah. because that's a key part of all of this as yeah. well. But, um, but how long have you been at the club? I joined in 1998. Fantastic. Actually, Carm Natoli, um, who's um, deceased now, but was a great friend of mine. He was he's been a member of the club since probably the 70s. Got to know all the handball players, played basketball, had a couple other friends that were members at the time as well. But Carm got me in in 98, and I got active in the club as I kept going along, and it's just a part of life. Yeah, and that's pretty typical, right? I mean, you may join for one small reason or just a group of friends, and then blossoms from there, right? Exactly. And, you know, I wish I would have joined when I first came to St. Louis in 89, 90, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, well, wonderful. We're certainly glad you're both here now. So, um, so what what do you think the title uh, "Generations" at the MAC? Um, that's what we kind of titled this podcast. What's that mean to both of you? I think when you grow up in the club and you watch your parents get involved, and they have so many fun events, and you attend all of the brunches and events with your parents, you just automatically love it and want to join when you're out of college. At least that's how I view it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I didn't have a dad or a mom that were, were, were a member of the club, you know, but I do look at it a little, little bit generationally. And I have friends like Tim Shockley, his two sons, yeah. Clinton and Robbie are members. Um, you know, you've got Jim Dankin bringing his son, Tom, yep. uh, Dave Hoffman, his son-in-law, Dean Eggerdeen, you know, Dean's, Dean's dad, Herb was a former president of the Missouri Athletic Club. So I think over the time, you know, I learned from that, like Sarah just said, she learned yeah. from me, but you know, if you're going to join a club, you know, I, I view it as you got to be all in. You got it's got to be something you got to do every day, whether it's athletically here or whether it's your country club with golf and different things, and it's just got to be part of your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, lifestyle. That's is why a it's very called a club. It, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I like there's two big aspects of the ge- <clears throat> I shouldn't say generational, but the family aspect that jump out to me, and one mm-hmm. is generational, like you said, and there are multiple. Three, I think we even have some four generation um, yeah. families that are here at the club. Now, farther back, you know, someone may have been deceased now, but mm-hmm. you know, there's those multiple generations. And then there's the other one where who in the family isn't a member of the club? Mm-hmm. You know, like right. every brother and sister. Yeah. And um, so there's a lot of those memberships as well. But um, all kind of means the same thing. We love having the families here for sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so next question, Scott, how did you, we talked about how you got connected uh, to the club itself, uh, but what got you into more of the leadership? side of things you know 
joining in 98 and playing a lot of basketball and lifting weights and then being in the club every day, you know, yeah. and I was out at West more in those days than I was downtown, but I always like coming downtown just because it's just a great, it's just a great building. It's a great facility and, yeah. and it's just fun to come in and be a part of that tradition, the tradition, yeah. nostalgia. Mm -hmm. But as I, as I got involved, I got on a committee, probably membership, maybe athletics. I really don't remember the committee. But just got more and more involved. And then in 2005, um, Bill Suntrup actually was talking to me about running for the board. And Mr. Suntrup yeah. had never been on the board. But um, Speaking I, of one of those families that they're all a member. They're There's all a one member. Of them. And they've got multi-generations <laughs> right, and, right. and brothers and cousins and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, got involved. And, and so I ran a campaign in, in 2005. Yeah. And um, was fortunate enough of one of the nine candidates to, to be elected. I was mm. actually second on the ballot behind my good friend Justin Williamson. And that's the thing that gets a little, you know, gets a little emotional sometimes. You think sure. back to those those days with people that are now still friends of yours. You know, Justin and I just had dinner, uh, not too, or, excuse me, lunch not too long ago. And, and it's fun. So we were on the board and, and that was just a fantastic three years. And I was fortunate enough that the board elected me as president oh. um, in 2007. So I served that that role in 2007, 2008, and Sarah got to got to see that, you know, the yeah. busy nights and the busy oh, yeah. weeks and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, but it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. Well, Sarah, you mentioned earlier what led you to join the club, obviously growing up, mm -hmm. but let's talk about your initial involvement. I mean, obviously you wanted mm -hmm. to be a member of the club, but what did that mean or what did you do at first? What were the first ways to get involved in the club? I remember attending the associates rooftop happy hour in the fall right yeah. after i joined and emily mccartney and um he's not a member anymore but ben pulled me aside and said we'd love to have you on the associates council yeah. um we seem like you'd be a good fit so i started attending meetings and then ran for the membership chair so i started on that and then i just became president of the associates last year and i just had my last meeting so i was gonna that's say been, yeah. literally <laughs> just wrapped up on monday yeah. right yeah yeah it's been a great year and we've grown the board there's like 15 members that yeah. come each month so that's been great and it's just a great way to meet young people out of college i know you go to high school here and you have your friends from high school but professionally and your lifestyle it just fits when you find friends here and it's fun well, I've had uh, some board members, um, or board members, just senior members of the club is a better way to put it, that they love that associate council mm -hmm. concept and they sort of view it as like the starter, you know, the farm team, whatever you mm -hmm. want to call that, you know, getting our young people accustomed to leadership at the club. But I think they're, that's only the surface. And, and if you really pay attention and see what that associates council does, mm -hmm. the events they put on, how seriously they take recruiting and getting good members into the club, um, there's really nothing fake about it. It's a yeah, very, very right. real leadership portion of the club and does a heck of a lot for the club. So so yeah. thank you for your service, by the way, thank now that you're you. ended. Hopefully yeah. you're not going to drift away no, from the Associates no. Council. But I think it's a yeah. great way to get people involved early. And if you get them involved while they're young, they're going to stay involved, I think. Yeah. You know, the clubs within a club, that, that actually started, you could probably go back and check the history, but I think in like yeah. 05, 06, Jim Sheets was the one that really kind of drove that. And, you know, whether it's Mark Twain Society, yeah. Bourbon Society, Associates, mm -hmm. what, you know, Golf Society, whatever all the clubs within the club are. I remember that came up in a board meeting. I was like, you know, we're one club, you know, yeah. we're one one club with common interests. But the reality is you're not, whether it's yeah. an age difference or it's different mm -hmm. interests like shooting and 
hunting that kind of yeah. stuff so yeah um, and that's been a fantastic part of the club too well keep going with that tell us what your favorite aspects of the club are well, relative to the clubs within a club, I've never actually got engaged with a club within a club. Um, oh. I, I just haven't, for whatever reason. Well, for all intents and purposes, basketball could sort of be considered yeah. one, right? It could, so, yeah. it could. And, I, you know, it's interesting. I was just upstairs with Matt Morris and a couple of guys that play basketball. And, and you know, I haven't played with the group in, in quite a number of years, probably 10 years. Yeah. But really what I love about the club is I work out, lift weights a lot run the track a lot, do that whole thing. That's that's my main thing is the physical fitness and so forth. But I just love coming here socially. And, and my my statement each month will tell you we come here socially <laughs> a lot. So so I just I just love that. And and everything about the club, whether I I'm playing basketball or whether you I play squash or whatever it might be, uh, the primary focus is a physical fitness, but all of us kind of we exist and you will watch the basketball pl players play on Friday morning. We're walking the track yeah. Our people come in and lift weights between the games. So it's, it's like everybody's pretty much doing everything within the club, even though your yeah. focus in my case might be the weights and so forth. Others basketball, but they're always cross pollinating. It seems like that's a great way to look at it. Great way to look at it. Mm -hmm. Sarah, how about you? We learned about the associates council, but what other things are your favorites about the club? Um, the social events are awesome. Every yeah. party I go to, I have a good time and all of the restaurants, just going up and sitting at the bar at Jack Buck grill, meeting people for drinks. That's just how you meet people. I love, yeah. I also love the West workout facilities. That's where I work out in the morning. Um, and yeah, just the camaraderie and Everything about it, I really uh, love. You know, you said something very interesting that I think that, uh, you know, younger generations, it, this mm -hmm. has gone on for centuries. You know, younger generations always get a bad rap. And I, I think one of the things would be it's it's a misunderstanding to state that, you know, hey, hanging out at a club bar or something mm -hmm. like that, meeting people, making business contacts, that that's an old long gone thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not the case. No. right? I mean, not the case at all. Um, mm -hmm. Those kind of things, business connections, even new friends, all of that stuff still happens today. Yeah, so. I tell anyone that moves to St. Louis that doesn't have a friend group here, yeah. I'm like, just join the MAC, <laughs> go sit at the bar. You'll meet a couple yeah. people that Friday afternoon at 1903. It's so much fun for happy yeah. hour after work. So, yeah, I think it's a great thing yep. for I sit there and just chat. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it works. Like yeah, I said, it, it does it work. Works. It does work. Yeah. Um, so we were mentioning, uh, or we've talked about the father-daughter banquet. So that's mm -hmm. coming up. Um, so any fond memories of that? Either one, whoever wants to go first. Um, Scott and I went when I was younger. My sister Caroline couldn't go for some reason, but yeah. it was just us two. And I remember getting like a little glass box. I still have it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went last year. So Scott, my real dad, and then my three little sisters all went, which uh, was awesome. Yeah, we had so was, much yeah. fun. And it's just cool. Like I didn't realize um, grandpas are there with their daughter yeah. and then their husband and their their daughters. So it's just cool to see that. Well, and I don't mean this to call anyone's age out, but yeah. it, it almost feels like every year you want to say, okay, who is the oldest daughter? Oh, I think we were. Because, but there's no limit. Is there's the no limit. No. It's like, you know, there are people that, you know, yeah, I'm still here with that. Yeah, this there were a great. lot of moms. Yeah. Um, we were probably the young adults that were yeah. oldest we had sure. buckets of beer at our table yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a little different than um no the younger temples. girls yeah. no, no surely temples. temples um 
But yeah, it was a great time. And I've encouraged all my friends to bring out their dads. You don't really get that opportunity to do things oh, like yeah. that. There's so few things like yeah. that anymore. Yeah. It, it's fun. It's yeah. fun. Unfortunately, we I can't go this year. Geographic officer means I travel a lot. Yeah. So, um, it, so we won't be able to go this year, but we'll make yeah. it happen next year. But yeah, we'll have it. We'll do it. We'll do it some way different this year. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, that works. Like I said, it's it's just one of those lovely traditions. There's no question. So um, when we also talked about a little bit, you know, again, mingling, meeting people professionally, uh, professionally, um, how has it helped your business, um, associations, mm-hmm. things like that? Who's got any stories or concepts on what it did for you professionally, the MAC? Good, sir. Um, I just think networking is always important no matter yeah. what. Um, company you work for. For GFI specifically, a lot of our customers are members here and I work out next to them and just chatting with them. Um, Also, we bring our sales reps here for company incentives. Um, We got a table at boxing night. We got um, just those kind of events, bringing your employees to show them the club, but also motivate them is awesome. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's been fantastic for me from a business perspective and um, the number of fellow members that are clients of CLA, I, I, I yeah. can't even tell you the number of them. And yeah. it's it's not because you, well, at least for me, it wasn't because I came in there looking for business because that, that right. was not the case. And I think some people do that and I don't particularly like that, but yeah. it is what it is. But if you just, if you show up and you're mingling like Sarah said, or you're hanging out at the bar or you're playing basketball or you're playing squash, People are people are going going to resonate with you, yeah. and they're going to want to know what you want to do. And I've always I've said this for years. I think the MAC, from a business perspective, creates the best relationships. And I used to always use the analogy because you basically sweat together because yeah. you're on the basketball court <laughs> so or playing true. squash or whatever it might right. be. Um, but it's also because what Sarah says you you get done and you go mingle at the bar or you have dinner mm-hmm. or you have lunch. You come today and go to a Cardinals game. That's what really drives it. And the number of clients that we have at least CLA has at this club, I wouldn't even know where it's a big number. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know, another good point too, is I think you're adding that personal component, right? So, you know, instead of being the salesperson on the phone or that person Mm -hmm. you loosely come into contact with now, take father daughter dance that's coming up, for example, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you're going to run in and meet that other person's family, you know, Mm -hmm. so now that's a real person. They've got a family, you're meeting their daughters, Um, you know, Mother's Day brunch might be the same thing. It really Mm -hmm. adds a more personal characteristic instead of just purely straight professional. So that's exactly right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. good. Wonderful. That's uh, exactly what we like to hear for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So how has, you know, you talked especially about fitness. I'm curious about this one. Um, So how has your use of the Missouri F uh, athletic club um, sort of transformed since you joined because you mentioned basketball. So, um, you know, the, I always use the example of uh, golf, for example, you know, you can only play golf so long or mm-hmm. maybe somebody joins the club and they're a high level tennis player and then that starts to drop off uh, mm-hmm. uh, as they age and transition. Um, how have you transitioned and what do you feel like, how do you feel like the MAC has been there for you in that? You used to play tennis all the time. Oh, yeah, I, oh, I, didn't, see, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I just, yeah. I, you played in I some competition. Yeah. I, I played in some competition with the club. I, yeah. I played in college. But, yeah. you know, I, I think I've probably played every sport here at the, <laughs> Great. At the MAC. Yeah. yeah. Now, I've only played handball once, and that was with Carmen Natoli when I first joined. My hands hurt for like, <laughs> oh, if you don't play pot, a handball, don't start now because it, your hands, it's, it's a different kind of game. It's fun. But at any rate, I, I've probably played every sport. But, you know, 
I've just always been into the lifting weights. It's probably what I yeah. learned in high school, you know, when we played football, weights were yep. a big thing and that kind of thing. And so I've always been into lifting the weights and, and staying fit that way. And I think as now that I'm 55 years old, which is hard to believe, <laughs> but you know, I think it, it, it's paid off. So I think over the years, you less and less time. So you can't play basketball, you can't play golf, you can't also lift weights. So I think less time with work and family obligations yeah. probably takes some away from that to some degree. Sure. I mean, as far as playing everything. But I think most members find their kind of niche in what they do, whether you're a squash player, a handball player, a weightlifter, a basketball player. I think they find their niche, and that's probably 80% of what they do from a physical from an activity perspective. Yeah. And we got we have the best we have the best thing upstairs. We, we do not stop playing because we are old. We grow old when we stop playing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that model g- goes across all the our middle name athletics. Yeah. That's perfect. Anything to add to that, Sarah? Um, growing up doing sports camps and all that, but Oh, sure. Now I've been working out with Paul at West since I was 12, so shout out to Paul. Yeah. Um, he's great, and now just out of college, it's more of a social aspect for me. I do work out here, but it's not my main focus here. So, sure. Yeah. Oh, well, perfect. Again, that's more that transition as well. So, yeah. um, so next question is about family legacies. You know, we hit on this a little earlier, but um, you know, what kind of family legacy are either one of you? continuing to think of, you know, looking forward to, um, what other family things to come? <laughs> I hope to and raise my kids. I was going to say, now I wasn't going to go there, but, but you can go Don't there. Have That's kids fine. Yet, yeah. But definitely plan to get them involved as well. And yeah. my sister is a member now too. She yep. graduated Mizzou, um, two years ago. So she's a member. And so she comes to a lot of events. So we do a lot together here. Um, and my mom, I'm sure, is going to buy every little thing Trinket. in the pro shop for whatever. <laughs> yeah, for any little ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could see that. I could see that. We may have to start yeah. doing more uh, smaller and smaller gear, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but it is amazing the generational thing at the club. I mean, I, I know talking to um, Elisa or, or um, um, I just had a – my brain just missed here. Elisa, Betty – Everybody in the in the you know barber shop and you hear oh, Rosalie they, is probably yeah Rosalie yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know you hear them all talk about the the generations of mm-hmm. people's hair they have cut it's <laughs> yeah. incredible and then yeah. and you see pictures in the Cherry Diamond of you know Will Bue five or six years ago getting his first haircut yep. and his dad's sitting there next to him getting his haircut yeah it's just amazing. Well, and that's that's a funny one. It's shocking how often that happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have an office that I'm in a lot of the time, yeah. and I can't tell you how many either clubhouse that I've randomly walked by and watched a first haircut. And you know it's a first haircut because why yeah, are six people in the room right, watching yeah. the haircut, that's right? right? But it's shocking how often that happens. You know, there's it another little know little memento, yeah. a little tradition, a little thing that happens yeah. at the club at both clubhouses. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be in the old historic barber chairs. Um, we do it at the West Clubhouse too. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that one. That's another nice uh, legacy piece for the club for sure. Um, so lastly, what uh, doesn't have to be an event. Clearly, we, we've hit on the, the uh, mm-hmm. father-daughter. Um, that's a key event. That's not going to go anywhere. Um, but what other event or thing at the club could you not live without? Um, I love our holiday associates party. It's yeah. always the first week of December, and it's we have an open raffle, and um, it's just really fun. We have a DJ, and it's all young people, and it's a great way to meet people. I would say our Kentucky Derby party is coming up May 7th, next yep. Saturday. 
It's nice plug. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, it's at the West Clubhouse at 1903, and you wear Kentucky Derby attire, and it's fun to yep. – hopefully it's nice weather. Um, and then what What else? I don't know. What are your favorite events? My favorite event's the election. Um, uh, yeah. and, and even though I can't come this year again because I'm traveling, um, that's always that's always for me one of the f- more fun days, funner days at the club. And you know, it was interesting. I don't know what it was. 2010, twenty ten, what have you? The past presidents are getting together. Clubs at that time are going through a major oh, major yeah. shift because at that yeah. time, the, you know, the economy was in the tank. So clubs clubs had some struggles in that regard. And we were thinking about getting rid of the election or the, the talk was about getting rid of the election. And I just am glad we didn't do that. And I'm also glad to see that now we're having not full slates every time, but seven or eight, eight yeah. or nine. And, you know, I think last year we did have 10 people we running did. for the board mm-hmm. seats. And yeah. I think that's cool. I think well, and another good thing, if you haven't noticed, I've noticed this in the short number of years that I've been here at the club, is I've noticed the incredible amount of young people that are coming now. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, It seems like it's it's really become incredibly popular with our younger associate members, um, a lot of women. Um, you know, I think there's, mm-hmm. you know, the gauntlet and the way we do our election certainly seems like a throwback to maybe a stodgier time. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be farther from the truth. Yeah. I mean, I, it I is agree. a tradition that the club wants to hang on to. Everyone, I don't care what your background is, anyone who's a member wants to come, wants to take part in it. Such a, just it a wonderful, fun. fantastic really fun. night. Yeah. And there are a lot of clubs around the country um, that are, you know, they're appointing board members. And, right, right. You know, it becomes, you know, I have my personal views about that, but here, my, my overall view is we're an athletic club. Yeah. So if you want to be on the board, it's going to take some athletics and it's going to take phone calls. It's going to yeah. take maneuvering with emails these days. Yep. It's going to take going through a gauntlet. I think that's fun. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's in and of itself our middle name. <laughs> yep, I love that. And that's again, that's not one I think. I think that's a, a good way to say maybe that's not a personal thing you don't want to see go away. That's mm-hmm. something the club should just never yeah. abandon. What a what a fantastic tradition. So. Correct. That's and you great. mentioned the gauntlet. I think that gaunt, that's the same gauntlet they probably had here in 1960. Yeah, it was originally <laughs> built, and they just they slap it back together every single exactly. year. So yeah. Um, in most things, that's the funny one. Again, keeping with tra- traditions, you know, most things, you know, father daughter or you know, the associates Christmas party. There's a lot of things that we do that are, you know, yeah, you want guests, you want friends to come to. Um, I also like the fact that that's a traditional one and that's private. And yeah. It's members only. Right. And, you know, no one that's. I think it's three o'clock in the afternoon of election day. We just shut the doors. You're a member or you don't come in, and um, mm-hmm. you know, that's a tradition that's reserved for members only. Right. I like that yeah, too. I like that. Yeah. Yep. Good point. Well, anything else you want to share on the generational topics or, uh, you know, anything else? Um, again, hopefully we'll, we'll continue to see you, Sarah, involved in all the uh, yes. events <laughs> now that, now no, that your, so. your chair, uh, chairmanship is up from the, uh, the Associates Council. And then obviously we'll just wait for that time to go by to see how that works with the uh, board. Right? Running for the board. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. I was actually thinking about that this morning with everybody campaigning. I wonder if Sarah will run for the board one day. So uh-huh. it's... I, I just say think, never, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, the generations are important to the club, and if I start yeah. talking about the girls too much, I'll probably tear up. So I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> it's it's just I think for all the members that that listen to this podcast, just when you look around yeah. and you see whether it's Suntrip, Shockley's, Natoli's, Dankenbrings, Views, you name that, you know Egerdine, Karsten, yeah. you know I mean you name the names Robertson. You have brothers, you have sisters, you have kids, you have grandkids that are joining. I'd say we all just keep that going because that's what a club's all about. 
Mm -hmm. yep. And, you know, to that point as well, I know that's our specific focus here, um, but you both touched on this in different ways, like how you were introduced to the club, how you've introduced people to the club. Um, Sarah, I, I think that you bring it up a, a point where you don't have to be, mm -hmm. uh, you know, start your generation now, yeah. right? You know, if you're the first to be at the MAC, if you're new to St. Louis, if you're the first, uh, you know, generation of Missouri Athletic mm -hmm. Club member, just start it now. Yeah. It's Absolutely. okay. You can start your legacy today. And um, club's been here for a little while. I don't think it's going anywhere. Yeah. It'll be here for another uh, 120 or more years. So, yeah. Yeah. it will be. Great. Well, yeah. thank you both. Um, this has been an incredible conversation. Love Enjoyed having thank you both on. Yeah, this has been you. wonderful. Um, and thank you for everything you do. Oh, well, yes. my pleasure. And like I said, I, I think that you're going to see more positive things to come from this club yeah. and uh, only up from here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, well, again, thank you both for coming. Um, we'll put some contact information uh, up as well. But uh, thank you so much to Sarah Gibbs, Scott Engelbrecht for being our guest today. Yeah. And uh, join us for the next time or at least listen in on the next time we do Missouri Athletic Club Connections. Awesome. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. Awesome. Mm -hmm.